0: Welcome to the Fire and Earth Podcast with your hosts, Jason Mefford and Kathy Groover. Fire and Earth, giving you the keys to unlock your limitless potential. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Fire and Earth Podcast. I'm your co-host, Kathy Groover,
1: And I'm Jason Mefford. And today we're going to talk about something. As we always do. As we always do. So just take a deep breath. We're going to talk about the inness of the moment. The inness of the moment that's an interesting term, is-ness.
0: right? Isness,
1: the isness, isness.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking inness, accepting what is so the isness of the moment.
1: Oh, the isness of the moment. Well, I guess it could go both ways. Maybe we'll have to talk about both of those things.
0: I don't even know what the inness of the moment is. Oh. Being in the moment. Well, let's,
1: let's start talking about the isness of the moment then, right? Because again, that's a funny word that we just kind of made up, I think. <laughs> I don't think it's in the dictionary. No. I that's, don't think you but, get it. Well, Eckhart many... Tolle
0: talks about the isness of the moment all the time. So, I'm Oh, okay. Keep it up.
1: Yeah. Okay. But uh, so, so what does that mean to you, Kathy? Because I know that was one of the things you thought about bringing up and talking about today.
0: Yeah. So, you know, so often we fight against what is. I need to lose the weight. Uh, I twisted my ankle. I have to go to this meeting I don't want to go to. Um a friend of mine just tore his Achilles and when I did this as mm. a daily pause and I said you know you have to accept what is in this moment, he said even my torn Achilles and I said yeah. I mean because you can't make it different. It just is. So that's why it's accepting the isness of the moment and our stress and our unhappiness comes from not accepting what is. Now, we want to keep striving. We want to get better. We want things to you know we want to work on ourselves and change the things around us to be better for everyone. And what is right now is unchangeable because it's right now.
1: Yeah, and I think that's an important distinction, right? Because we're not talking about don't plan for the future, don't try to change your circumstances, but can you stop and just look at what is, right? Because I know too, a lot of times, that one of the little words that will drive you crazy in life is the word why.
0: Ugh.
1: why why most of the time it doesn't matter right so like your friend saying well does that mean I have to you know be grateful for my torn Achilles well sure right you can sit there all day and say but why did I have to tear my Achilles right it's like I don't know <laughs> does yeah. it matter
0: <laughs> or it's the why me, because I love asking why. like, because I think understanding our motivation and asking the five why's getting to that root cause analysis mm-hmm. is really great for identifying what we want because if we don't know what we really want, not what we think we want, because sometimes once we start to ask why, we distill down to a completely different want. but I think it's it's just about accepting ex- you don't have to be grateful for the torn Achilles, but at least accepting that this is what is. because if mm-hmm. you're fighting against it, that's like, you know, you can't, you can't swim upstream, right? You have to just accept where you are and sort of give in to your circumstances sometimes. And again, not to the exclusion of trying to make things better in the future, uh, but accepting what is right now, because this is all we have. And Eckhart Tolle loves to tell the story of he used to live above a pub and there was a sign on the door <clears throat> This is in Scotland that said free beer tomorrow. And every day people showed up and said, okay, I'm ready for my free beer. I was here yesterday. And the guy's like, no, tomorrow no but i was here yesterday so today is tomorrow it's like no today is just now there is there is no tomorrow just today today.
1: well well, i think there is a you know i think we probably talked a little bit about surrender before uh you know at some point on different episodes i mean what we've only done almost 300 of these things somewhere between 250 and 300 so pretty cool we've talked about a lot of stuff and that it is pretty cool great job kathy woo right Really, you uh so that we've kept it going but but i think it's um you know so much of the time we're always wanting to be somewhere where we're not currently right and so you know if you stop and 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 think about that kind of theoretically right Mm -hmm. i mean you know again imagine the the universe or god or whatever you believe in is up above looking down and has provided or or given you and your choices that you've made throughout your whole life have gotten you to exactly where you are today.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And if you're just sitting there wishing, hoping, praying, wanting for something different, you're being a whiny little bitch. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) So don't be a whiny little bitch. Don't do it. Because again, think about it. And it's like, I mean, how would you feel? Right. If, if you had done all these different things for somebody else and helped them get to exactly where they are. And again, where they are is where they want to be because of the choices that they have made. So imagine, you know, here you are sitting off on the side and you're like, wow, you know, I helped Kathy get, to where she is today on this Monday morning when we happen to be recording this podcast she's she's sitting in her in her beautiful little apartment in in Santa Barbara in her office she's healthy she's got everything going she just went outside and fed the fed the birds and you know did all this stuff what a great life Kathy has. And then for Kathy to turn around and go. I don't like where I'm at I don't like this right I mean how would Mm -hmm. you feel right and so every time when we are are wanting necessarily to be somewhere else or are not appreciative of what is right now it's like you're you're flipping the universe a finger yep right and you know I'm sorry but if I you know again if I if I'd done all these things for Kathy and she was just complaining to me and flipping me the finger, how much more am I going to do for Kathy? Right.
0: <laughs> well, right? yes, absolutely. And it's not even always not accepting the good stuff. I mean, because I've got a pretty damn good life. I, yeah, I'm in an incredible relationship with a great little apartment that I love with birds and squirrels outside with a healthy cat. Everybody I know right now, currently in my little sphere is for the most part healthy, uh, the back goes out occasionally. But it's like and so then what if I twist my ankle? Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm fighting against that. And I'm mad. Oh, I still twist my ankle. That means I can't wear heels. Yeah. Was it a quote negative thing that happened? Well, it was a thing that happened. I get to deem that positive or negative. Um, but it's not in, in not accepting that it happened it's just creating more stress, it's creating more issues, it's creating more problems. And you figure we've kind of been raised like that, right? I mean, we always had the countdown on the calendar to, to summer vacation. We had a countdown on the calendar when senior year was over. We, had the, we were constantly looking to something else. And how many moments would you like to have back? How hmm. many things do you wish you would have relished in that moment rather than wishing the next thing was coming, right? And it happens with good stuff and it happens, you know, the good stuff we can usually accept. It's the quote, bad stuff that is the things that we fight against. Oh, I didn't want to be in this job still. I need to get a new relationship. I need to, you know, it's like, we, we're, we're just not here. We're just not present with what is. And I remember when I got my PhD and my diploma showed up. And I was so thrilled I had gone to the post office and my client was there and I said, do you want to be the first to see this and she got very excited and I opened it up and I showed her and she goes Oh my God, Kathy I'm so proud of you and I said thanks. Okay, so now, what I get to go do is I'm going to take these other classes and she goes whoa hang on. I said what she goes Jesus Kathy you just shit all over your PhD like you the ink isn't even dry on the diploma and you're playing the next thing you're going to go do could you pause for a second and appreciate the fact that you just finished a fucking PhD. And I went, mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. Yep. In my Capricorn brain, it was, oh good, that's checked off next thing. And it's like, I've had to work really hard to not look at my life as, as just a checklist, right? I want to relish those moments and I want to enjoy that presence and not just check it off the list and go off to the next thing.
1: Well, because I think it is, it's so much of the time and I found myself doing the same thing, right? Like you said, I think we kind of see life as a checklist, like, okay, check, got my PhD. Now what's next? Instead of stopping and actually relishing that. And, and something else that you said, you know, as you were as you were kind of talking, I think the terms good and bad, right, is, is another thing. I mean, anytime that we um, create labels, you know, put labels on things, uh we're kind of creating judgment in yep. a way right and so I remember you know in the in the Tao Te from Lao Tzu right one of the things and I'm going to p- paraphrase in my words but but effectively the minute that you call something beautiful you call other things ugly oh. right because by you saying this thing this person this whatever is beautiful you're now comparing that with other things and by doing that you're effectively yes you're calling that beautiful but you're calling all of these other things ugly and so i think i think it's interesting because our brain wants to go so quickly to this is good this is bad absolutely but we're doing the same thing right it's like well when you sprain your ankle I mean again most most people we'd say well that's bad right but what good can come from spraining your ankle Yep. what lesson can you learn right if you're in a relationship that you don't necessarily like right and you want to get out I understand I've been in those relationships before Uh but can we be comfortable with the isness of the current situation and learn from being in the current situation right so instead of seeing a bad relationship as a bad thing what if you could see a bad relationship as an opportunity to learn an opportunity to practice unconditionally loving even when the other person might not be doing that to you
0: or unconditional love for yourself or, or patience uncondition- yep, or you know who knows what it is right um it's something very wise to say i, I think i've said the the parable of the farmer and the we'll see oh, thing oh
1: yeah well tell it again because that okay. is such a that is such a great story i think people could hear that i could hear that a hundred a thousand times right. and i would still
0: well, wow. and the other thing I was going to say is, remember, we had the guest on Emily, whose whole thing was cancer saved my life. You mm-hmm. know, it was her going through that experience. And, and you know, we're going to have another uh, guest on named Valerie who experienced the same thing. Right. It was through that illness that she grew, evolved and became what she was. So farmer has one son and one horse, huge tracts of land, but only one you know, thing to plow. And the neighbors gather around and said, oh, it's such a shame. You only have one, you know, one boy and one horse. There's so much more work you could do. And he says, we'll see. So the next day, the horse runs away. And the village gathers around and says to the farmer, oh no, you're one horse, you're going to starve. There's no way you can work your fields now. This is such a shame. And he says, we'll see. And the next day, the horse comes back and brings like all these other wild horses with it. And they start to live on the land. And the village gathers around and says, oh my gosh, you have so many more horses now. You can plow so much more land. This is so great. You're so lucky. He said, we'll see. So a couple of days later, his one son gets on one of the new horses Trying to get him used to you know the the method of plowing. The horse bucks. The kid falls off, breaks his arm. The village gathers around. Oh no, your only son! This is such a tragedy. Whatever will you do? And the farmer says, We'll see. And the following week, the army comes through and they are taking all able-bodied men to go fight in the war, surely to die. And because the son had broken his arm, he couldn't be taken and got to stay behind. And the village gathers around and says, Oh, you're so lucky. Your son broke his arm. And he says, We'll see. You know, it's like you never know where that stuff's gonna lead. And you know, I don't know about you, but there's been so many times where it's like something quote bad happened. I didn't get the role. The guy didn't say yes to the date. Uh, The job fell through. The book didn't get picked up. The speaking gig didn't happen. And it ended up being the best thing that that didn't happen, right? It's the be careful what you wish for thing. Um, And I can point to so many things that seemed like a tragedy that ended up being you know, so much for my good and worked out so much better than I thought it would have, if the thing happened that I thought I wanted it to happen. So yeah. it's.
1: Well, know. yeah, exactly. I was just thinking about this this morning. Um, cause there's the old, uh, 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 song, thank God for unanswered prayers, right? The unanswered Prayers song. And, uh, um, yeah, you know, I was I was thinking about that this morning because, like I said, I mean, sometimes just random things come into come into our heads as we're as we're trying to be quiet. And I remember, you know, when I was in college, there was this girl that I really liked, right? And i I was so nervous to ask her out, but I re- I really wanted to to date her. I really liked her, and and so I remember I had I had gotten. Um, Well, this is interesting, too, right? as I'm sitting there talking out loud, because that song Unanswered Prayers is by Garth Brooks, right? One of the greatest, best selling artists of all time, puts on a fabulous show. And I had gotten tickets to go see Garth Brooks. And so I wanted to ask this girl to go to Garth Brooks with me. I mean, it's like, come on, this is a pretty good date, right? You know, if you're trying to impress somebody, and so I remember, you know, I finally got the courage to call her, and I was nervous to just come out and say it directly, right? Do you want to go to the concert with me? (laughs) Kind of thing, right? So, well,
0: you shouldn't say it like that. I mean, yeah, I
1: shouldn't say it like that. (laughs) Pathetic little bitch, right? Whatever. But so, so I asked a question, and it wasn't a very good question, right? We've talked about questions before, but I said, I said something like so garth brooks is coming to town or are you are you going to the concert and she says yeah and so i was like oh right uh-huh. so here i am kind of assuming that you know she's got some other date and she's uh-huh. going blah 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 so i didn't ask her oh, right no. so i ended up going with somebody else afterwards to find out she was going to the concert, but she was going with some girlfriends, and she probably would have said yes to me and gone on the date with me. <laughs> right. And so afterwards, when I found that out, I was like, oh man, you know, wrong question. I should ask something different, but but it wasn't to be, right? And and as I thought about it this morning, and yeah, I've had some different relationships over time, but you know I was grateful for that unanswered prayer yep and what is because you know again even though I went through some different relationships that didn't last some that would be considered bad relationships what I learned and the growth that came from those other relationships I'm grateful that I asked this stupid question and I didn't go out with that girl because who knows? I could have married her instead of somebody else. I wouldn't have learned the lessons that I learned by being in the other relationships. So, um, at the time,
0: <laughs> it was devastating. Right? I was
1: devastated, right? Like, oh man, right? But you know, a lot of times, you know what is, and like you said, I, I love that story of the farmer of will see yeah right because often so much of the time when things like the horse runs away and your son breaks the arm or the leg you think those are bad things but those may actually be some of the greatest things that could ever happen to you because of the growth or the change in path that you might take that ends up happening because of those things yep so can you be grateful? Can you be in the isness of accepting what is? Yep. Right, instead of always wanting to be somewhere else.
0: Right. And again, not not necess- not saying you're going to you know, rest on your laurels forever and you're never going to accomplish anything. We want to keep moving forward and we want to keep changing and growing. Um a friend of mine posted something on Instagram a couple of days ago. It was um, you get to take the blue pill or the red pill. The blue pill sends you back to junior high with knowing everything you know now, or the red pill gives you $4 million. And I said, show me the money. And she said, really, you wouldn't go back. And I said, look, if I go, but first of all, you can't pay me enough to go back to junior high. That was just a nightmare. (laughs) Even with what I know, even with what I know, that would be more frustrating because I thought everybody was insane back then. So um, if I change one thing, so if I now with my decades of learning, go back to seventh grade, I might not go to Hollywood because, well, it's not going to work anyway. I might not drive cross-country with the guy I did because, well, we're going to break up anyway. I might not move to that apartment because, oh, it's only going to be temporary and it's going to end up being a nightmare. But all of those things led me to lead me to exactly where I am right now. And where I am right now is amazing and phenomenal and exactly where I'm supposed to be. So if I change one of those decisions, quote, for a better one, I would have a completely different life. Not guaranteed to have a better life. It would be different, and I don't know what that life would be. So I kind of want to keep the one I have.
1: Well, yeah, and I think you know it's the shoulda, woulda, couldas, right? right? Because because like you said, I think I think so much of the time we think, oh, if I had made that different decision, my life would be so much better. You know what? I think the life that you have right now is the best goddamn life you can have. Why? Because you wouldn't have made the choices that got you here. If there was a better option for you, you know, and Mm -hmm. again, I'm not talking just about, you know, temporally or financially or any of that stuff, but was the the best decisions for your higher self to get you to exactly where you are today. Right. So don't. Don't spend any time like that, you know, trying to go back and wanting to change things. Because chances are, the life you have today is better than any other possible life you would have had had you made other choices.
0: Or at the very least, it's different. I mean, let's say I went to New York instead of California, and I ended up being a Broadway performer. That would be pretty amazing. It wouldn't necessarily be better. It would just be different. I would have a different slew of friends. I never would have met you. I never would have met Eric. I never would have, you know, I had said something a couple months back about, you know, I was experiencing that frustration of, oh, why did I stay in my previous relationship for so long? And Eric said, well, had you left him earlier, you probably wouldn't still be in Santa Barbara. And then I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't have met him. And I went, oh, my God, absolutely. Because my plan was leave and then leave. I was going to head back to L.A. And I didn't. Well, I'm still in Santa Barbara, which means I get to have this incredible relationship that I'm in now.
1: Yeah. And if you would have left earlier, you probably wouldn't have met Eric.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Either, because he, he, saying, he, yeah. he
1: wouldn't have even been a possibility. Your lives would not have crossed at that at that point.
0: Nope. No. I don't have the blueprints, but I know no. they seem to work out.
1: <laughs> Everything always seems to work out, even even when it doesn't seem like it is. And and I think, um, you know, I was just talking about this with somebody else that, you know, a lot of times too, we'll get, we'll get nervous, like things aren't working out the way that I thought it was going to, or the timeline and the blueprint isn't working out the way that I thought it was going to be, but I'm just amazed at how much of the time, right at the last minute. Everything falls in place exactly the way it is supposed to fall into place.
0: Just and amazing. It's, ex- it's accepting that's supposed to. Mm-hmm. You know, I was supposed to be a world famous movie star. That didn't happen. Something else unfolded. Mm-hmm. And I have to accept that that's what it is right now. Mm-hmm. And that's a challenge. It is a challenge sometimes. <laughs> it <definitely laughs> is. No, it is. We're humans.
1: Well, it is. But I mean, come on. Yeah the money would be nice but really do you want paparazzi all over you all the time do you want people saying mean things about you in the tabloids i mean there's there's a whole you know to oh, be absolutely. a world, world famous actor or actress there's a lot of other stuff that goes along with that too
0: uh-huh. right and so
1: i think that's the other thing is that we might think that we want certain things but we don't want everything that goes along with those things and that's why those things don't happen for us and it's okay yeah. it's yeah. okay
0: because where we are is exactly the perfect moment for us exactly cool
1: right now talking to you recording this podcast right now whenever somebody is listening to this it's a perfect moment
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's a perfect moment
0: yep yeah we, <sighs> we should end on that perfect we moment. should
1: end on that perfect moment right there <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm Kathy Groover. I can be reached at kathygroover.com.
1: And I'm Jason Mefford. I can be reached at jasonmefford.com. So go out, enjoy the isness of this moment. And we'll see you at the next moment of isness next time you listen to another episode of the Fire and Earth Podcast. See ya.
0: <laughs> see ya.